Welcome, everyone, to podcast episode number 86 of Calling in the Power Ring. I'm your co-host, Matt Perriner. With me, as always, my good buddy from the tag team, Team Blue and Gold, the one and only, the king of the Pokemon, Andy Hatter. Hey, I'm, I'm done Pokemon, so I'm the former king of Pokemon, I guess you could say now. How's it you going? Handed that, you handed that off, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I take it, but I, I'm not playing uh, the Star Wars game, so I'm no longer the king of Pokemon. Former king, I guess you could say. How uh, how are you doing in the Star Wars game? I haven't played it, I think, in the last two or three weeks. You know what? I'm pretty far. I, I tell everyone, turn it down to easy. And a lot of people I talk to, like, it is unnecessarily hard on normal. Or, you know, God forbid you pick anything above normal. Because I think there's a hard, and then there's even, like, uh, very hard. But they're named, like, you know, like, Jedi, Ma- Jedi Master and Jedi Knight, stuff like that. But, yeah, turn it down to easy and just enjoy it. My other friend, he uh, messaged me the other day. He's like, I'm playing. He's like, man, it was so hard. I turned down to easy. I'm like, I don't blame you at all. But it is fun. There's only like four planets so far, but you bounce back and forth and like you'll get like a, a new power, like double jump or something, then you can get to areas you didn't, kind of like Super Metroid. So you bounce back and forth between the four pa- uh, planets, but it, it, it is a lot of fun. So I think I'm about, I don't know, I'd say somewhere like 60% through it. So I'm enjoying it. I'm, I will beat it now that I have it on easy. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty far. I think there was, if I remember when I even set my difficulty levels, and it was like this way for Battlefront too, which I think I got about 15 minutes in. You can either do like a story mode where all you do is you walk through it and you really don't play just yeah. to get the story. And then there's like the easy, the normal, and the hard level. Yeah. So I think this one, though, the easiest is called like uh, story mode. But you still fight and everything. And there's some fights that are still hard. And there's some like jumping parts that are really annoying. Like there's a part on, on Kashyyyk where you got to like jump from wall to wall and keep running. That's one of my friends told me. He just gave up. It is really hard. I had to watch a video on how to do it because you have to like place yourself exactly on the wall because like there's no floor so you're like jumping from wall to wall and if you just fall you die and it's like ugh, it was it was frustrating but i finally did it so there's a little bit of frustrating stuff like that and then the, some of the climbing but hey it's, it's their first time making the this star wars game so i'm sure the next one will be better but it's still fun yeah from what i thought it was really fun but i'm excited because we have well i'm recording today tonight we have the nxt versus nxt uk show and tomorrow we have the royal rumble which I have no idea who's going to win, which is nice. It's usually the past, I don't know, seven, eight weeks. You kind of have an idea what it's going to come down yeah. to. So this the, this one, though, both the women's and the men, I really don't have any idea. So I'm real excited about that. I'm trying to stay offline for any potential spoilers as we are just, you know, a day and a half away. So uh, we're going to get into that. That'll be the main crux of the podcast. But I want to start off the podcast with you finally saw a movie that I saw a few months ago, yeah. The Joker. So I want to hear your review on it. We'll do a little discussion. And then I will tell you what I've been building up in the last few weeks of the podcast with Kevin Smith talked to, I believe, the director, the writer of the podcast and what the original you know, that, ending was. Darren, so uh, go ahead. Darren, go ahead. Uh, Aronofsky or whatever. That's who wrote it, right? The director. I think it was him. I don't know. I could be wrong. Anyway, I bought it at Walmart because I didn't see it when it came out. But, man, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, was really good. I thought it was a great origin story for a supervillain because you don't really get that a lot. I mean, maybe we got it once or twice before, but sometimes it's like that, you know, 10, 15 minutes they sum it up. But this was a whole movie on how he becomes the Joker and everything. So I, I really liked it. I thought it was it was dark, but I, like some people are like, oh, it's too dark. I, I didn't think so. I mean, there's obviously kills people in it. Spoiler alert. Like, come on now. You thought, <laughs> you think yeah, it, we're going to spoil the crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like, you know, if you think you're going to watch a Joker movie and he doesn't kill anybody, uh, come on now. But uh, yeah, some of the kills are, are, are brutal, but it's like, hey, it's stuff the Joker would do, but it's cool how he slowly loses his mind and uh, gets crazy and the whole setup of how his mom, like, and then isn't really his mom because he's adopted and everything. Uh, I like that. And they, they give you the swerve. I'll just jump over. The swerve where you think maybe Thomas Wayne's his dad, but it just turns out his mom was crazy and everything. 
I, I thought it was really good, but I thought the neighbor girl, the the black girl, that I forget her name totally. I don't know if I even said her name. I thought she would be like his Harley. And like she would be Harley at the end, but I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Because he just kind of made it up that he was with her. So I don't know. I, I thought it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. Maybe just just a, a tad too long. Like, because then when he finally becomes like the Joker, per se, when he goes on what Murray's show, I'm like, okay, here we go. And that's when the movie like really picks up and goes full gear. So maybe if they would have just trimmed off like 10 minutes in the in the creation of them and stuff. But I mean, it all worked out. It all made sense. But that's, that's just me nitpicking a little bit. But I, I did, I did, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I agree with you 100%. My only, and it was just my only nitpick, and I was, I found being super nitpick. It was just a little too long. It just seemed like these superhero movies, they think it, everything needs to go over two hours. Yeah, and it doesn't. I don't, yeah, I don't think this did. Yeah, but I was the same way for like 10, 15 minutes. You'd think of that, like him and Bruce Wayne are like half brothers. Like, wow, this is a crazy new take. I'm like, ah, oh, why not? So, yeah. and then you're thinking, you know, once you realize that relationship he has with his neighbor, you realize it's all in his head. And then they get to the psych ward and you're wondering if the whole movie is in his head. That's what they and said, then, but, and I, I don't think so, because then why would he, in his head, pretend that his neighbor was in his head, you know? Like, that made no sense to me. So I, I think that in the psych ward, they just, they catch him because he's, you know, they're, they're, they're finally busting all the people that are carrying on it in Gotham and they put Well, you think you're thinking about it for like a couple minutes, right? He's like, "Wow, was this whole thing like in his head cuz he's so crazy?" And then you see him leave when he's talking to the lady in the psych ward. You see him walk like running away and there's all blood. So he yeah. killed the person. So it's like, "Okay, no, it's not." But you can, you know, I, it was only supposed to be a one-off. So it's like it was like open-ended like, "Well, it's up to you. You know, you make up the own ending. Was it in his head or wasn't it?" And I'm sure they're going to explain that it clearly wasn't because then they're, yeah. you know, it wouldn't make any sense. To I know, the, I know they signed the what's his name, Walking Phoenix, on for the one movie, but it just made so much money and did so well that I guess they got him on for a second one. And I know he's one of them uh, kind of high class actors that doesn't do like sequels or whatever. But I mean, yeah, I mean, come on, if he, if if the movie did this well, why wouldn't you do another one? You know? Yeah, it made a little over a billion dollars. I think it might. I think as of right now, I think it made more money than Star Wars. Wow, that's insane. Which is great. I mean, Star Wars is still in the theater, so it might pass. I know Star Wars two weeks ago hit the billion mark, and I think it's been like one point two billion. So I think it, it, it I think what's all said and done, that it'll make more money. But that's crazy. I didn't think they, I think they expected this, this the Joker movie between make like four to like five hundred million, so like double their expectations. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they, nobody expected it to make as much as it did or do as well. But I mean, it was a really good movie, so that's why why it did make that. I bought it. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm thoroughly happy with this purchase. So. I mean, I, I don't know. I look forward to the next one. I, like I said, I could set the whole Batman movie. Like, I know they're like, well, Joker might be too old. Eh, who cares? Just have him be the same and just don't even explain it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, or or if he didn't want to, he fell in a Lazarus pit and already talked to Razal Ghul and he's now like more. Because they never really say the Joker's age or when he was born anyway. So, you know, there's a lot you can, a lot of move, uh, room you can play with there with the Joker. So, who cares? <laughs> so I say just use yeah. it because he, he goes to Bruce and he. Has his interaction with Bruce, and I'm assuming that's Alfred, the guy with the beard and the black hair. That would be my guess. Yeah, yes. I, I I didn't look at the credits to see. I'm just gonna assume that. So like, you had that connection there, and then they can like, when Batman does grow up, he can remember that, and they can do a flashback scene to that scene, and be like, oh yeah, I remember him. So I don't know. And a lot of people are saying that this Joker isn't the real one, but he inspires whoever becomes the Joker. But I'm like, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, they, if they can't get Joaquin Phoenix for, like, if they're going to make this part part of the universe, maybe if they can't get Joaquin Phoenix, maybe they, they can go that route. I guess it all depends on what happens. Yeah, so. yeah, that, that's true. Or if they get a guy that looks like him. So, I, I don't know. But it, once, once he does become the Joker and then all the cast at the end, then he shoots, oh, it's his name, Murray. 
and he, and he does the line, you get what you effing deserve. Like, this is so good. But yeah, I thought, I was like, well, and this might be the ending that you're talking about. I thought, like, okay, he's going to go on the show, and he's just going to kill himself in front of anybody, because that's the most chaos. When the Joker's on the, the talk show, he's going to kill himself. And, and I was like, okay, maybe he won't. And then he shoots Murray and just does the whole thing, because so, he's crazy, and then all the chaos happens. So I really enjoy it. But go ahead, tell me the the alternate ending that Kevin Smith was talking about. Okay, so again, I don't think this was, you're going to have to check because you have the DVD. You're going to have to check for like bonus footage or alternate ending. I don't think they ever shot it. So what happened on Kevin Smith's podcast about a month or so ago, he saw it when it first came out and then he was on a plane somewhere and, and uh, he bought it on, because I think it comes out like on iTunes like two or three weeks earlier than it comes out like on the, the actual DVD. So he went and he bought it. He's like, oh, it comes out today, I'll buy it. So as he was getting off the plane, he either texted or called the writer or director. I forget. And let's say it's Darren Aronofsky, just yeah. to, you know, someone has splitting hairs. And he said, yeah, he goes, that was actually not the real ending. And he's like, just you guys, you guys took chances. You guys did things with the Joker that they really didn't do in the comics. Like, you know, hinting that him and Bruce were brothers. And he's like, yeah, he's like, we were going to take a big chance at the end. That wasn't the real ending. The real ending was at the end when he, he's smoking the cigarette and, he, and he's in the psych ward. And he goes... Uh, you wouldn't get the remember part goes, ah, I'm thinking of something funny. You wouldn't get the joke. And mm -hmm. they flash back into his head. And remember during all the chaos, they do the scene where the guy, like the random guy, and it's 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 changed throughout the years who killed Bruce, Bruce's yeah. parents. So he goes back and he's like, ah, you wouldn't get it. And the ending scene, it's him walking, you know, during all the chaos, it's him and all the Joker outfit. He shoots Martha. He shoots Thomas. And as he's leaving, like Bruce is like crying over his dead parents. Mm -hmm. He turns around, shrugs his shoulders, and he shoots Bruce oh, and kills wow. him. Oh, wow. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, so there's no – obviously, that's the that basically what first Batman is, you know, him seeing somebody. And like I said, it's done like obviously in the Keaton Batman movie, it was Jack Napier turns into the Joker. I know for most of the comic books, it was Joe Chill. It was yeah. the mafia. You know, they always change, like, who who's the one that really killed Bruce's parents? So it's like with this one, it's like not only was it the Joker – but then he goes back and is just like, I may as well kill the kid, and he kills Bruce. Yeah, that, that's crazy. I'm kind of glad they didn't go with that, though. Like, this was cool because it's like, oh, th this is how Batman starts, too. Which out with, you know, with letting it go to if they can connect it to the Batman movie or not. So I like how they left it open ending with the way they went. I mean, that would have been a cool ending, something different. Yeah, that, that, that totally cements that this is one of the movie. Yeah, so Activate did a great job. And DC's kind of on a roll. Aquaman was really good. Shazam was pretty good. I like Shazam. Now, did, you, did you see Aquaman? Yeah, I thought Aquaman was going to be, again, another one that was a little long, because that one was over two hours. I'm like, man, they could have cut 20 minutes from this and just trimmed it down a little bit. But I did enjoy Aquaman. And then we got Harley Quinn, the Birds of Prey, coming out in the next couple of weeks, and in the summertime, we got Wonder Woman. Yeah, and then Black Widow. I mean, that's not the DC movie. That's like uh, the month before Wonder Woman, I believe. It was that like is Black Widow. Uh, free, comic, free comic book day, so it's the first oh, wow. weekend in May. How about that? And then, and then yeah, so Wonder Woman is June. So that, that's crazy. And then Harley Quinn is, uh, I call it that, because that's what it is. That's next month, February, I think the second week. Seventh, yeah. I think okay. it's the week before Valentine's Day. Oh. And, then the week, and then you know what movie comes out on Valentine's Day? I do not. Sonic the Hedgehog. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. I wonder how that would be pretty good. They did uh, They did redo him, and he looks much better. So, But it, might, it could be good. Everyone says Detective Pikachu was really good. I did not see it, though. Yeah, so... I will obviously. Uh, we're, we have wrestling on the fifteenth, the fourteenth. I'll probably take Amber out for our Valentine's Day dinner, and then maybe the next week I'll take my other Valentine, Lily. No. If she's good. She's actually five feet behind me, so I know she can hear me. <laughs> if she's good and pulls her grades up in school, I'll take her to go see Sonic. Yeah, so. she, yes. There you go. You get her. You got something Sonic to aim fan. for, Lil, over the next two weeks. Heck yeah. You're good <laughs> in school. Um, 
Now, I know when I, I bumped into you the other day, we were talking about the rumored, I, I didn't get a chance to look at the new Black Widow trailer where we, everyone thought this was just going to kind of be like a flashback movie. But I know we were talking that the one scene where she pulls pin particles out of her jacket. So now there's, there's a lot of theories that are out there, a lot of things that support the theories that when, when Cap in the Infinity War, I'm sorry, in Endgame, went back to put all the, the Infinity Stones back, is that he went and saved Natasha. So did you get a chance to go back and watch the trailer? I didn't. I didn't. I, for, I forgot to watch it, but I, I kind of see that happening. Like I, I don't, I don't think they're gonna kill her off because I think she still wants to do the movies, so and bring her back. And I know they kind of before did a thing of like, oh maybe uh, she's a clone and they implanted her memories in a clone or something like that. So they can do stuff like that. So I, I think they they might do a little something where Cap went back and saved her because why why wouldn't he? You know? Yeah. So I mean, we shall see. And I know there are still images, and I've seen them, and I think I've posted them myself, that when you look at when in Infinity War he throws Gamora off the cliff, and yeah. then it, it t- there's a splat where it's, there's her blood, and then there and then a couple feet over there's a splat where there's Natasha's blood, and then you freeze frame where Natasha throws herself off, like that's where like the splat is. So it's like, I don't know if that's supposed to be anything, or that's supposed to mean anything, or which mm. is coincidence, or uh, yeah, somebody yeah. forgot to clean something up on the camera. I don't know. So Yeah, because they're saying this one is uh, before, I guess, Avengers. But you know, you never know what they could do with it. They might just say that and then swerve it. And But, I mean, if, if she's still going to do movies, Scarlett Johansson, why, why wouldn't you use Black Widow? I don't see no reason to keep her dead. Even if you go the clown route. Yeah, and, and that would be something. I mean, I really just thought it was, ah, it's kind of just going to be a one-off, just, just as a, because I know that the fans were clamoring after Winter Soldier, like they need, Black Widow needs her own movie, Black Widow needs her own movie. And it's like, well, where are we going to put it? We have all this other stuff. So I know I was like a lot of people when I thought like, this is just a thank you to Scott Johansson just for just absolutely crushing that role. So it's like, yeah, we'll give you your own movie, you know, and it takes place, you know, so-and-so, meet so many years before. So this way, you know, it's like a, it's a throwback movie, but now it could actually be something present day or halfway through it's present day or at the end or yeah. I mean, who knows. Yeah, because they said this is the start of the new uh, Phase 4. Is that where we're at right now? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they got to tie it in something. I mean, they could just, yeah, they could throw a random thing at the end that's uh, teasing the next Doctor Strange movie or something. But, you know, they would have to connect it somehow. It's not just like, oh, here's something that has nothing to do with Black Widow. <laughs> so who knows? We'll see. I- I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah, I know what they're doing. So, I, like I said, I know usually we say this towards the end, but sometimes we babble along so much that we kind of rush through everything. So let's get into the show tonight, NXT versus NXT UK. Yeah, I'm kind of just going to run down the card. Real, I'm, go ahead. You don't call it a takeover because then we're not having a takeover before WrestleMania or Royal Rumble. Remember that? <laughs> we're not yeah, doing a takeover, I, but we're just going to do a show that's a pay-per-view for NXT, but it's not a takeover. Okay. <laughs> it, it feels like a takeover. It, but it does. I, I, I just saw while I was waiting for you to call, I was on Twitter, and they, Johnny Gargano tweeted that he hasn't wrestled in four months because of his injury. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be him and Tommaso Ciampa reuniting DIY versus Mustache Mountain. I mean, that one's going to be a banger. No, oh, yeah, that should be really good. And I don't think they've ever wrestled before as, as the two tag teams. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, maybe I think single Mustache matches. Mountain was, uh, I don't think they were signed when DIY was, was together like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I don't think. So, I, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. That yeah. one should be really good. I'm trying to pull up the card here on, on Wikipedia, but I don't know how with the... What's the show called? Is it NXT vs. NXT? It's NXT vs. NXT UK. And oh, I thought okay. it was in the UK, but I think it's in Detroit. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then right. we have, uh, for the the only championship match, we have Tony Storm, uh, yeah, John Ripley. Rhea Ripley for the NXT proper championship. 
Yeah, that that should be really good too. I think I think that would be one of the, one of the I don't know that like the first match is really good. I mean, this got a, a bunch of good matches on it, and then the next match I think we're gonna be talking about is really good. But I don't know. It, it, this is hopefully I can get it in before the Rumble tomorrow. So I'm I'm not gonna watch the pre-show because I really don't care about the pre-show. So I'd rather watch uh, two hours of NXT before Royal Rumble tomorrow. Yeah, and then a match I'm real excited about that I didn't know until you basically broke the news to me last week. Ilya Dragunov, who I'm, he's like basically like a newer version of, of Chris Benoit. Very intense, doesn't do a lot. I mean, but everything he does is intensity and it makes sense uh, versus Finn Balor. That can, if that match gets time, that match can absolutely steal the show. Yeah, that, that match should be really good too. I'm looking forward to that one. That might be first, I'm thinking. Unless they go in order of how they have the matches here. Well, how they have them, uh, what you're looking at. Oh, okay. I, I can't find, like, for some reason, I'm typing in NXT on Wikipedia. Every show comes up except this one. I typed in NXT versus NXT UK, and just the NXT UK page comes up. So I don't even know what to type in to get the card here. Maybe I'll just go to Google instead here. Let me see. What I do. NXT. As I type While you're looking that up, then I know there is a four-way for the Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, it's Angel Garza defending against Shane Strickland. Defending against, I think, Brian Kendrick and somebody else. I, I forget who it was. I know they did some of the qualifiers oh, on NXT UK, which I don't watch. Yeah. Which, that, that's because I just don't have the time. Yeah. A lot of times it'll just be browsing on the WWE Network and I'll look at the card. Man, there's some good stuff in there. Uh, Travis Banks, let's say in here. So Scott's uh, the former uh, Swerve Strickland, whose name is Isaiah Scott, versus uh, Jordan Devon versus Travis Banks versus Angel Garza. Okay, so Brian Kendrick didn't make it. Yeah, okay. yeah, I seen that he was going to be in, but yeah, he's he's not in it. So this one, this one should be really good too. Yeah, that one should be a barn burner as well. Like this whole card is is a, is a hell of a card. I think there's only five matches, right? And then the main event is Imperium versus yeah, uh, undisputed, uh, undisputed era, correct? That should be really good. And then then there's there is one pre-show match that says the kickoff show, which what are they? It's uh, Mia Yim versus Kaylee Ray. And I, yeah, I guess I, I, I would see Kaylee Ray keeping the. Because she is the UK women's title, so I, I see her keeping that. I don't see medium winning that one. But probably, I, I think they're going to go back and forth. Maybe a little more wins for NXT UK to kind of put some eyes on them and get people watching that show. Because as far as I know, like no one I talk to watches that show. Not that it's bad, but it's just like it, it's one that just you get forget about. And there's just so much right now that you know it's not high up on the list of must must watch stuff. I think the Undisputed Air needs to win just because it seems like whenever they're doing these, like they lost the last two war games, they're losing like these six-man tag matches on the actual NXT show. It's like they're the hottest thing, I think, on the whole entire company, including WWE, uh, the main roster. So I think, I mean, I guess it may be if Walter pins Adam Cole, they'll, like that make they can do like a champion versus champion match okay, on yeah. like the NXT show to maybe get their ratings up. That's one way, they, one way they can go with it, but I think that, Undisputed Era, they need a win in the main event. But, I mean, who knows? I think Balor's going to be dragging off. Even though I think they'd be cool if dragging off wins because that put, that'll put a lot of eyes on him. Yeah, unless they do something where, because they're still doing the Finn versus Johnny Gargano feud, he comes out and maybe cost Finn the match somehow, like distraction. Usually they don't do yeah, run-ins on TakeOver, but who knows? Yeah. I, I hope not. I would rather not. And the same thing with uh, DIY versus Mustache Mountain. I don't want Finn to come out and interrupt that either. But I, I maybe I would see Mustache Mountain winning that one because they are still the team together. Yeah, I agree. And and, and then they go forward to uh, the challenge for the who has the NXT tag titles? I, I uh, this is Grizzle Grizzled Young Vets. Undisputed Era. No, no, no. The, the the UK ones. The UK ones. Yeah, it's uh, that they, they they changed quite a bit. I know I, it was. I have no idea. <laughs> I know it, it was, was Grizzled Young Vets. Okay. 
Yeah, and I don't think they have now. I, I think I they lost them. They lost them in like a ladder match yeah, or I'll something. Have to, I'll have to look that up. I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I think if you ask most wrestling fans, they're like, oh, who knows? So, and I did see them winning uh, that cruiserweight thing. I would, I would say Angel Garza keeps it. Then I see Finn winning. Ray Ripley isn't going to lose the belt already, so that that should be a great match versus Tony Storm. Even though Tony Storm's kind of in regular NXT now, and then uh, yeah, I would say Undisputed Era beats uh, Imperium. Yep. So let's go. I think I have some most of the card here. Uh, if there's something I'm missing, just fill me in. So let's go into the Royal Rumble card. Uh, Lacey Evans versus now we'll actually do actual picks for this one. Okay. Uh, Lacey Evans versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I don't see Lacey Evans getting the uh, the win here. I think they can keep it on Bailey. Yeah, I don't. I, I see Lacey losing here. I mean, Bailey's not gonna lose it to Lacey. I, I seen part of SmackDown because I had that on the show last night, and they did something where Lacey that run down to beat up, and they said something stupid where Lacey was crying. I'm like, oh, way to kill the the face, have her cry. You know, no one wants to see that. So. She's doing a pretty good job getting over. I yeah, mean, she is. she's way better as a face than than a heel. Yeah, because I could just make her like the all American USA girl, kind of like a Axel Jim Duggan or something like that, or John Cena, just the you know, the USA. So you're saying they should? They, you're saying they should give her a two by four? Yeah, why not? <laughs> the two by four, but it's from the 1920s. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. 1920s. And then I have Roman Reigns and Baron Corman in a street fight. I believe. Yeah, falls count anywhere. It says on in here. That's what it was, yeah, because yeah, he, he picked the That's one I, I, I don't care about I, I, that at all. See, yeah, neither do I, but like this one could go either way because I think Roman's going to do a really good showing in the Royal Rumble, may even win it. But at the same time, this is like, well, it should, if we're going to have Roman win the Rumble, shouldn't he win this match to get some steam? That's not how they book. They book 50 50. Yeah. So if like Roman wins the Rumble, if you go Corbin all the way, like for them, the, well, I beat you, put your spot up. You know, at the Elimination Chamber or whatever the next pay per view is, I could see them doing that, but I'm just going to just, uh, to me, they love that 50-50 booking, but I, I, I think Roman wins, and hopefully they just kill the feud. Yeah, because this one, it's been going on for a while. I mean, they stretch this out to WrestleMania. Everyone's going to be like, ugh. So I, I see Roman winning this one. I know they did the whole dog food thing, which you think would lead up to a, a match where, like, okay, the loser has to eat dog food. But <laughs> I can't, I'm kind of glad they're not doing that because I don't want to see that either. I'd rather see a false kind of anywhere match. But this is the match for me. It's, I just don't care. There's another match in here that I really don't care about, too. But, what do you got? Uh, Shorty G, which is ugh. Poor, poor Chad Gable. Poor Shares. guy. Yeah. Poor guy. They made it. He was a star in King of the Ring, and they yeah. just squashed it. They made him a goofball, and it's like there's a guy that you take him out and put him anywhere else, and he's gonna be a star. Right now, he's just you could say, yeah, he's on TV, but you know, so is a lot of other people that shouldn't. Like, he's great, but man, there's a guy that just would shine in New Japan. Like he doesn't need a gimmick, especially not his basketball rapper, whatever. It doesn't even make, make sense. Him Kurt, make him the new Kurt Angle. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he, he was legit in the Olympics. I think he like I think he finished like fifth or sixth, and he's yeah a lot of charisma and he's fantastic in the ring. Yeah, and then they have him be Shorty G, even though like he's taller than Mustafa Ali and Brian or Daniel Bryan. <laughs> so it's like okay, whatever. But yeah, there's another match I don't care. I didn't see who, Sheamus who, at all. Who's he wrestling? Sheamus. But Sheamus uh, has always been like for me like eh, I don't know I just I've never been interested in Sheamus. No, no. But the uh, next two matches I want to talk about I'm very interested in for the SmackDown Heavyweight Championship is uh, Bray Wyatt the Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, I think they did a really good job building that up. Yeah, it's a strap match. Yeah. So it's I, a strap. It's a strap match. Uh, yeah, that's what's saying here on, on Wikipedia. Maybe they, they, they I didn't see SmackDown this week, so yeah, maybe, maybe they just. That. I'm actually putting it on SmackDown on right now. I so. wonder if it's the uh, the classic like tap all four corners or if it's just they're strapped together and they can use the strap we'll have to see 
we shall find yeah. out. But I don't think there's any. Uh, I think they're gonna keep the uh, the title on the. Theme. I say yeah. I think he keeps the WrestleMania and then loses it to like Roman probably. But uh, yeah, I I see the Fiend winning here as well. It should be good. I mean, WWE hasn't done a strap match in years. I'm sure they. I mean, obviously we remember the uh, Samuel Vega Steve Austin. I'm sure they've done one since with like John Cena or something. But I, I can't remember. That's how JBL won the title. Oh, was that a strap match? Yeah. Oh wow. See, there you go. I totally forgot about that. There you go. And then I think the match is absolutely going to steal the show, and they've done a really good job building it up. Oscar versus Becky Lynch. Yes. Actually, I believe they did this match last year at the Royal Rumble, where an Oscar uh, made Becky Lynch. I think it was the opener. Yeah. Oscar won the belt at uh, TLC. And then Becky got her rematch at the Royal Rumble, and they had like a barn burner of a match. I think like Oscar tapped her up with like the Oscar lock, and like she like bridged it forward. I think. Yeah, and then Becky then was ended the Rumble when she uh, when someone couldn't make it or something, and then and what uh, Fit Finley let her come in. But yeah, they had a good match last year. So I think this will be much better this year, and I I see Becky winning again, or yeah. winning this year. I don't Me see too. Oscar winning this. So title. we we have two all agree. Now. Yeah, we all agree on those. All those matches. Now, is there any other matches other than the two? This is Rumbles? saying on Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo for uh, the United States Championship. I, I don't see Andre, Andrade dropping. I guess that's probably pre-show. So I think Andre, Andrade will have a good uh, run in the Royal Rumble. Maybe even be Final Four. Not going to win it, but I think he's going to have a good run. Well, let's get into that. Let's go. Well, let's go to the women's Royal Rumble. Give me who you think your top four is. Okay. I will give you my top four, so, and then I will give you my winner. So I have the – they didn't announce many because they've really – on the women thing, they were pushing the women real hard, and they kind of backed off a lot on that. So here's who's announced. It's not many. Charlotte, Alexa, Nikki Cross, Sarah Logan, Natalia, Carmella, and Dana Brooke. So what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven? <laughs> seven women, and that's that's it. So seven out of uh, 30. So you still have 20-some women. Everyone's saying uh, Shane is going to do real well. I would say it comes Charlotte has never won the Royal Rumble. I don't know. She was in it last year, right? Or was she a champion last year? She was. No, she was the champion. Yeah. She got back to Becky eliminated her last. Okay, yeah. So I think Charlotte's going to do well again. Maybe even win it because that's one of the things she hasn't done. And then Alexa will probably have a pretty good showing in it too. So I see them as the final two. And then maybe Shayna. I don't know if Ronda's going to come back. And if Ronda comes back and you have, you have Ronda and Shayna face off, is that the WrestleMania match? I, I don't know. So I'm going to go with Charlotte, Alexa, and then maybe Shayna. And I don't think Ray Ripley would be in it because she's the champion. Why would she be in it? Because it's like. They said, they said no NXT people are going to be in the Rumble. Oh, wow. I would think one or two. Because usually, like last year, I think there was three or something. And more so on the women's side. CM, CM Punk was on backstage. He said Keith Lee should win it. If he was booking. Yeah, 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 I, I think that would be great if he won it, but I don't, I don't see it. But, but hey, if, he, if he's in it for a while and he's Final Four, I'm okay with that. And then I don't know if they had a woman for uh, random throw anybody in there. Maybe, maybe Lacey for Final Four. Not mean, for, for men's. Well, here I'll announce who's all in the men. Well, well uh, yeah. Well, announce who you, who's going to be your winner. Well, here I'll give you my Final Four. We're okay. Almost dead on. So do the so women's I, first. I have Charlotte, Lacey, Shayna, and Ronda. Oh. Okay. And I have, and I have, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have Ronda win it. So this way, it's like a year build up with Ronda. Because think about it, Ronda, Ronda lost in like a fluke pin. Yeah. So it's just like it's like you 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 know. And then she like went away. So I think she wins the Rumble. They get it red hot over the next three months, and then turn Becky in a singles match for uh, at Mania. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's I I can see that 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 happening. I don't know if Ronda's like. I know she would take a full year off. I mean, it's almost been a year. WrestleMania will be a year. So I, my final four would be Charlotte, Alexa. I'll go Lacey and Shayna, and then I have Shayna okay. winning. You have Shayna winning it. Yes. Okay. 
So now we go over to the men. So you said you have some names there, sir. So go ahead. Okay. I think they announced way way more than women. I think they announced 27. So there's three spots open. So Roman. Just give me like the big names. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. Yeah, like, Roman uh, Brock, AJ. Yeah, Randy Orton's in it. Ray Mysterio's in it. Drew McIntyre. I think he's going to do real well. Uh, Rusev. <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Nakamura is in it. Seth Rollins is in it. Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Kofi, uh, Big E. John Morrison, Miz were officially announced. So I see it coming down to Drew, Roman, maybe like a, a third guy that like uh, you wouldn't expect, like maybe Alistair or Ricochet, and then Kofi. And then I see uh, either Drew or Roman win, but I'm, I'm going to go with Roman. And I don't think the crowd will like it. Yeah, I have Roman winning as well. My final point would be Roman, Brock. Which I, I don't know. I'm really weird because they're really building Brock up, but I just don't know if it's gas tank can go that long. Yeah. I think yeah. you're going to see Brock throwing at the first seven or eight people out. And then I think Taker is going to come in oh. and not take Brock out, but like put a stop to it. Like, maybe, maybe. like halt it down. Or someone like Braun or maybe Big E or like a combination of them too. Or if they said Cain Velasquez signed a three year deal, does he come out and eliminate Brock and that's your WrestleMania match? I, I hope not, but I can see it happening. Because there's three empty spots yet. They didn't announce 27 people. So if you got so, Kane as one, and then maybe regular Kane as the so Kane Velasquez, and then regular Kane, and then maybe uh, who knows, Honky Dog Man. Well, I have Roman Brock, a, I, I, AJ Styles, and Edge. They're teasing oh, yeah, Edge. Yeah, edge. yeah, they keep teasing Edge. So may, maybe that'd be great. And then whoever eliminates Edge, that's his WrestleMania match. Maybe Seth. Yeah, that'd be a good match. I keep thinking Seth is still the champion. I forget that uh, uh, Brock has it, but I, yeah, I, I, well, no, well, he, he lost it to Bray Wyatt and uh, oh yeah, that's right, Crown Jewel. That's right, yeah. Crown Jewel. Remember yeah, so Brock? Remember you went to? We were at Comic Con. You went to the bathroom when Brock and <laughs> yeah. Kofi started by time, and when you came out, it was, yeah, it was, it was over. done. <laughs> I think I think I didn't even wash my hands, and it was done. But, <laughs> you didn't have to. Yes, yeah, so that's why I think Kofi he gets he's gets a little bit. Man, what if Kofi eliminates Brock to kind of. Let's say Kane comes out and Kane Velasquez, and somehow he Brock eliminates him, and he's standing there, and then Brock's looking at him. Kofi drop kicks him, and he eliminates Brock, and then when Brock comes out, him and Kane fight. There we go. There you just, go. Just and to you get a, a Royal Rumble. I, I think Ricochet will do well. Who do you think the Iron Man will be? The one who's in there for a real long, long time. Kofi. That's what I got. I'm gonna say maybe John Moore. I'm gonna say AJ Styles. Oh, that, yeah, that's a good one. And then they have to do, because remember how Morrison would always have the he can't get a limit spot and then Kofi took it over? They have to do one together now that they're finally. Yeah, that'd be cool if like they're ones on one side, ones on the other. Yeah, and somehow they use each other and whatever object to come back in the ring or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, who knows? So I, I look neat. forward to the Rumble. Like, even though I'm down in WWE right now, the Rumble's always fun to watch just to see who comes out and, and yeah. how it comes down. Especially so, the women's, because there's only seven announced. Yeah, it, what me and Amber do is because you know, I mean, you know, she's super competitive on picks. So we'll do our picks, and then what we do is we'll write down one through thirty, and as the countdown starts, we'll try to guess who that person is, and if we get it right, you get a point. So it's like you can get up to thirty, you know. And then I think we have uh, if you get the top four, anybody in your final four, you get right, you get two points. Okay. And then your winner is like five points, so you can get like forty some points. But I think that we started that I think like two or three years ago. And I think like the most because I mean it's really hard to pick not until you get down like the final five yeah. and you're guessing. But those first few are tough, and it's just like I I remember the one time I got like three in a row. She was like livid. <laughs> it might have been last year, but I remember like the year before. I think we had like two points on like who was coming out in the rumble. It was pretty bad. Yeah, wow. So who do but you... it makes it fun. It makes it it makes it fun to guessing who's gonna come out. You know, you're gonna get yeah. a legend. 
You're gonna get somebody debuting. Who do you think comes out uh, second to uh, if Brock's first? Then who, who's number two? Is it some it's gonna, to get thrown yeah, out? Yeah, like Shorty G or somebody like that's gonna get demolished. I'm gonna say probably yeah, the truth. And then like, and I say the next person comes out is another lower tier guy, and then like number four is like Drew Mac. Someone that can hold their own. So Drew McIntyre, maybe Braun, and then the next guy will be another guy like that, and that's how they get Brock out. Like after like let's say number seven, because I can't see Brock in there throwing everyone out to like fifteen. That's not mm-hmm. a match I want to watch. <laughs> I think seven or eight. I yeah. think you're going to see him, like, whoever number one is, he's gone, he'll wait. Number two, gone, wait. And then, yeah, then, like, maybe it's Drew, or maybe it's Taker. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe Rey Mysterio will do that thing. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, well, that's that. Uh, let's move on to, uh, like, you know, I don't want to talk about anything negative, but I kind of, I think we kind of have to. Did you hear about the Ozzy Osbourne announcement? From this yeah, past week? that he has Parkinson's, which is a shame, but Ozzy is pretty old, and, man, for the life he's lived... I- it's it's a it's a wonder he just has that like man, man that guy so hopefully he'll he'll be able to deal with it. I know Michael J. Fox is, is, has it real bad and he was able he's to, had like twenty some years yeah. and he still does like cons and conventions and they have the Michael J. Fox fund, uh, fund and everything so it's like I don't know how bad it is or what he can do or is it because he he was supposed to tour last year with Megadeth and then Dave Mustaine had cancer and then he had pneumonia so they just scrapped the tour and now Megadeth is supposedly going to headline they're re- going to redo. The Mayhem Fest, and they're supposed to headline the Mayhem Fest. Okay. Marilyn Manson's supposed to be torn with Ozzy. But I haven't gotten any, usually, like, Ticketmaster update me saying, no, it's canceled. You know, we, we'll offer you your refund. I haven't heard anything if he's canceling any of his tours. Yeah, I, I, I haven't either. So hopefully not. I mean, if all that other stuff hasn't killed Ozzy, I don't I don't think Parkinson's will. I think <laughs> that guy, he's uh, made out of something because he's, he's going to last. So hopefully he keeps going. Yeah, and we'll we'll see. Hope he doesn't you know push himself. He only has to do like an hour concert, like only an hour yeah. concert. I saw him two years ago. He was he's fantastic, and yeah, he only he played maybe about eighty minutes or so. And I thought he was great. Now, for, obviously, the first couple times I saw him was like the late nineties, early two thousand. You know, when they would do the Ozfest, he yeah. played for two hours. Yeah, he'd he run was, hey, he was great. But yeah, I mean, think about think about your grandfather going up on stage and carrying on. <laughs> it's kind of crazy to think about. So. Yeah, I don't mind. Seventy-one it. years old. Even it's, if he you just know, does it's, it's, it's crazy. occasional show and he just records music, that I'm fine with that. Yeah, so. and he does have a new album coming. I think it's dropping next month. And I heard the first three songs: uh, "Straight to Hell," "Under the Graveyard," which is fantastic. And he does something with Elton John. Really? Which wow. are saying that that may be that may be uh, a better swan song like that. I think they may put that on the album last. And depending on how bad his Parkinson's is, his yeah. you know he's not wow. going to record because. He basically been coming up with an album once every eight years. So if that's the if that's what he's going to be doing, he'll be seventy nine by the time he yeah, records the like, album. Oh that Parkinson will probably just get worse. Or yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah, he's just abused his body with so much drugs. It's just it's amazing that he's still going and just he said, not only that, but like just a positive influence. Like not only on the music scene, but like when you hear him on Stern or just doing interviews, it just looks like he's just having fun. Yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> Especially as I loved I loved his reality show, The Osbournes, back in the day. That was that was fantastic. But yeah, if. I mean, if if you would have went back and told someone in, in in the late '80s, hey, how long do you think Ozzy's got? They'd probably be like five years, ten years, and then thirty years later, he's still going. So hey, he's he's doing good. Did you ever see that movie? Get him to the Greek with uh, Puff Daddy and oh, Russell and Brand. His, yeah, no, I've never seen it. Well, you, I basically there's I've I've seen like bits, I've seen it bits and pieces of it like four or five times, like enough where I can piece the movie together. But like towards the end, something happens where Russell Brand's character, I forget what his name is. He like falls and like breaks breaks his leg and Jonah Hill's like he can't go on he can't go on he goes these English rock stars can go on forever he goes look at Ozzy Osbourne 
Looking Mick, and he's right. Ozzy Osbourne, Mick Jagger, even Keith Lemmy, Richards. As long as he's yeah. the uh, Keith Richards, yeah, it's absolutely insane. Even like Paul McCartney. I mean, he was a big drug user yeah. too, and he still he still does tours, yeah, writing he looks albums, pretty good. Uh, Elton John. It's just crazy. It's just like for some reason, if like you're a rock star and you're from England, like you're gonna live a long time yeah. in tours. I don't know what it is. And what's his name is still alive too. Of uh, the, the drummer for the Beatles, but I can't think of his name right now. Ringo. Yeah, Ringo. Ringo's still alive, and he's he's is up he's, there. Is he? I think he's still alive. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, I'm not much of a Beatles fan. Yeah, me. I, I, not, not a lot of people love him. I'm like, I, I just don't get it. The, I know, I know Ringo more so from uh, Howard's thing. Please, after no more letters, they will be told. Peace and yeah, love. Peace and peace love. And peace love. And love. Yeah. that's that's what I know Ringo from. I remember him from one of the early episodes of The Simpsons, where Marge sends Ringo Starr like back in the, the, the late '70s. She sends him a painting. And he finally, like, this, like, 95, he finally sends her, like, a thank you letter back. Oh, wow. That so I remember, remember from that. Peace and we yeah. thrown out with peace yeah. and peace love. And love. Peace and well, love. I'm holding you with peace and love. And then, of course, Howard took that and <laughs> really used it. Made fun. Made a total ass out of uh, Ringo. But that's what he deserves. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's Howard for you. So, uh, yeah, get well wishes to Ozzy. We hope, you know, like, I obviously I hope I get to see him one more time. But if he calls it a career, I can fully understand. I've seen him uh, enough. I mean, you know, I guess yeah. it's not like saying, you know, I had steak a hundred times in my life. I can take it 10 more times and I wouldn't complain. That's the same thing with Ozzy. Never a bad conjure. He's, he's, he's the best. He's the best of all time. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have, the heavy metal scene would not be nowhere. wouldn't be what it is today. There would be no Metallica. Motley Crue wouldn't have got the push that they got. Oh, yeah. but probably, there'd be no, you know, thrash metal or it wouldn't be, you know, what it, what it is today. So yeah. that's all, you know, because of Ozzy and Black Sabbath. Yeah, he so, had all I mean, those years of Black it, Sabbath and then the successful solo career for that was actually lasted longer than Black Sabbath. What, 30 plus years? Not 35 years or something like that. Like, yeah, and Sabbath more successful. Out. Yeah, yeah more successful than Black Sabbath. Who would ever have thought that? Yeah, because his first album came out, what, 81, 82, somewhere around I think, that. I think the year we were born, so like 81, 82, yeah, yeah. Blizzard that, of Oz. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. So, yeah, so awesome, so. Ozzy. So, hope we have him for as long as possible. That that's a guy I think he would want to die on the road. I think if he could yeah. have his way, if he could pick it, he would do a concert and then and, and go out, go in the back and just die. So that that's uh, that's Ozzy for you. Yeah, but his legacy would live on forever. And we hope uh, he gets better. Let's uh, let's get into some comic talks. Or what do you want? Do you want uh, any news and rumors you have? You want so, to talk about what you read? Or uh, yeah, I only read one thing. So my, my friend is actually picking my book up today, Matt Hill. So he's going down. And him and my other friend are out going to auctions and stuff. So he said he'll stop by and pick up my book. I said thank you. So, I, but I did get the Wonder Woman seven fifty. So if you want to jump into that, that's the only book I, I read. But it was really great. I I thought it was a plus. Uh, they finish up the storyline with a cheetah with the god killer sword, and she brings Hera down, and they finally get the uh, the god killer offer, and they make uh, cheetah submit to Wonder Woman, but she's like, I won't submit to her, and she almost kills what's her name, Silencer, which she's one of the new characters that I don't know anything about, don't really care about, and then Wonder Woman forges her gauntlets back, and she gets her her, her tiara back, and her yeah tiara, and then she gets a, a new sword, a new shield, and it kind of sets up the new. Wonder Woman thing, and then at the very end, she gets back to Boston, and it's like Wonder Woman, you're under arrest. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like all the stuff she went through, and then she's gonna get arrested. So I thought the art was fantastic in the this story. I think it was Jesus Marino, I believe. I could be wrong. Jesus Marino, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, of course Scott, uh, Steve Orlando writing was really good. And then you get all the other stories. There was a story by Gail Simone, a story by Greg Rucka, and. Um, couple other people, Vito Italia, and then at the end had a Scott Snyder one, and they kind of made Wonder Woman the first superhero in DC, because she was, is it, uh, 
FDR or one of the presidents in like the forties, and she like saves him, and then like oh she was the first superhero, and then like they tease like her joining the I guess it would be the Justice Society because you see Alan Scott and with the the old school Green Lantern ring at the end. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll do a book, a one shot of that. And Scott Snyder wrote that, so it, it was really good. I think it was worth the ten dollars just because you got so much. It's like a mini trade. Yeah, I agree, and I think I even told you that out of all these books, and when they do these, you know, eight dollar, nine dollar, ten dollar books for these anniversaries, like Detective and Action and Marvel One Thousand, where they do all these little short stories, this was the best one that I've I've ever read. Where they do like, okay, it's, we're gonna pack this like with three, uh, or with like fifteen three page stories, and it's just like, yeah, some are good, some are bad, and but I I thought this one was, was the best one. I don't think there's one at all that was bad at all. No. The art. The art and some of it was great, and Marguerite Bennett got to do a bombshells Wonder Woman one. Yeah, oh, God, that's cool. smart. Hers is going to stand out more than anybody else's because everyone's doing Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, grand different costumes, different this, this different takes. And like hers is going to stand out because bombshells, which was basically you know her thing like two years ago. Yeah, and it was it was kind of like the other bombshell members reflecting on Wonder Woman how they helped like Star Girl and Supergirl because I guess uh, I didn't read bombshells a while like Star Girl died and Supergirl was all traumatized, so it was like how Wonder Woman helped her and the same Batwoman and uh, Mira. So it was it was really good. I, I liked it, and it's, I'm kind of curious to see where Steve Orlando goes. Now this is issue 750, the legacy numbering. So I think they're going back to that. So then next month will be 751. I'm thinking because the last issue was what like 50, 62, or something like that. Which yeah. it's it's confusing. I hate that. Either do one or the other. Don't keep jumping back and forth. But I guess the, if you would count up, whenever Wonder Woman ended, it was like I don't know 222. Since then. And counting the old issues that went to like 300 and some, it, it equals 750. I mean, they might work that number a little bit, but whatever. But just keep it like this and then. Don't, don't, don't change it back. <laughs> and then change it again. So we get like, let's say we get up to uh, 800 and they get Big Wonder Woman 800. And then they're like, oh, we're going to do Wonder Woman 1. And then in five years, oh, we're going to do 801. Uh, I hate that. From what I understand, of course, this can change. Is Wonder Woman... And they're uh, flat. They're going to do Flash. They're going to do a Legacy Number Flash. So Wonder Woman, Flash, Detective, and Action are all going to stay there. Their numbers. I'm okay with that. And isn't Flash six fifty or something like that? I think, I think so. Yeah. And that comes out two weeks or three weeks. And there's a bunch of covers for that, or maybe more because they didn't announce any covers. Out of this one, there's tons of covers, and you got me the the Jim Lee one. Which one did you get again? I, I forget. I just got the blank just okay. because I was I didn't want to spend thirty dollars just on 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 three books. So I'm like, yeah. ah, I'll just get the blank. I'll read the actual blank, and then what I'll do is I will, and I, I need to put a, a focus on this on Comic Con because I detected one thousand blank, Marvel one thousand blank, Action one thousand blank, and now this Wonder Woman blank. Now, obviously, I don't want to get anything drawn on it. I want to get as many signatures on oh, it as possible yeah, there since there's you know fifty, sixty creators on it. Yeah, there's tons of artists, and especially that Marvel thousand. There's so many people in that. But, yeah, I got the Jim Lee one. I think my shop pulled one for me, so if it's the main cover. But they, they even asked, how many do you want? I'm like, just one at $10 a pop. I'm not crazy. Like, Because there's what? Just from the 40s to 2010? To the end of the yeah, the George so, Perez one was really good, too. Yeah, and the Brian Bolin one looks like how they did in the 90s. And it's cool that they used the logo that she had in the comic. for like So the 80s one has the AE's logo, the 70s logos on the 70s one, which Oliver Capiel did. So they're all really cool, but, like, if you bought them all, like who has one hundred and ten or one hundred twenty dollars to buy a, you know, the same comic just with a different cover? I, I, even if I had the money, I wouldn't do it. I just want to let you know they're partnering that I have SmackDown on from last night, and the opener was the Usos and Roman Reigns versus Ziggler, mm -hmm. Corbin, and Bobby Roode. One of the Usos got hurt, like hurt, you know, work hurt. Okay. Uh, anyway, we're twenty eight minutes into this match, so it's literally going to be wow. a, qu a quarter of 
SmackDown's broadcast. They had that tag match. They, yeah, they had that on last night because there's like big TV screens at a reverb, and they had it on two of them. And they, you know, there was no sound. There was like sports on one and news on the other. And uh, that match was still on. There was three matches that went by at, at uh, ACW, and I was like, "How long is this tag match?" And even somebody else yeah. said it too. I think it was Chio. He's like, "This match is going a long time." Well, I mean, Impact usually does it. They do it with Eddie Edwards and Michael Elgin. So I just wanted to, I will let you know when this match ends and what's on my DVR. But anyway, <laughs> so I will get into what I read from this past week. Oh. Obviously, I read Wonder Woman. I just gave it an A plus. It's like over the week, nothing more that anybody needs to say. If, if you like Wonder Woman, Grant, yeah, you. It is a ten dollar book. If you're a Wonder Woman fan, there's a whole bunch of short stories. And the, again, the first story is the one that actually ties in to the actual uh, actual story. Yeah, so, so if you, if you, you just get want a time, you know, if you're mm-hmm. currently reading Wonder Woman, I would pick it up. Yeah, it's pricey, but hey, you, you'll get what you pay for it. Yeah. So that was my book of the week. Go ahead. I was going to say, it, it is pretty big. It is like a mini trade. Yeah, and, and, and get whatever cover you want. It looks like that all the covers the, were all the same the, price. They're yeah, the, and they're all pretty good. Like, there's none that I like. I wouldn't be like if if the, my shop pulled that one, I wouldn't be upset with any of them because they're all they're all nice. Yep. So okay, way I go. Amazing Spider-Man. This was a solid age. Uh, Jonah J. Jameson creates a new newspaper column. Uh, it's a basically to slander superheroes called TNM, Threats and Menaces. Where at the very end, he sways his way to the news to make himself the hero. So. We always hear people say, you know, whenever I ask creators, Spider-Man creators, who's your favorite Spider-Man villain? And a lot of people say Jonah J. Jameson is like my favorite Spider-Man villain. I was like, you're kind of right. I mean, he is a, he is a really good villain, even yeah. though like, he doesn't have any powers, but like, he kind of does. He's got the power of the news. So it's like, it seems like Nick Spencer's going to go that way. So I really enjoyed that. Captain Marvel, I know you're getting this, so I won't spoil. This was a B-plus for me. Tony and uh, Thor tried to get into Carol's head, uh, Dark Carol's head to see what made her, you know, so why she's being so evil. And it turns out that Dark Captain Marvel is going to meet her match. So I won't spoil who that is, but it's somebody that I know you're a big fan of. So well, I, I know she was, like she's, like, it. killing the heroes, but then she has the real ones in that thing because there was the at the end of the last issue, she found, like, all the clones of the Avengers. Yes. Yeah, so I seen that. So it, I was like, what, what's going on here? And I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, it, it is pretty good. Kelly Howard, or Kelly Howard, uh, Kelly Thompson uh, is, is doing a, a great job with it. And then she's yeah. writing Star too. And then she's, she got a new book I seen. I was like, oh, man, we'll have to pick that up. It, I, I forget what is it is. She, is she doing Deadpool? Yes, she, 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 yes, she is. And she's doing one, uh, she, a new book that got announced. I think what it is. Deadpool, though, like, it's it's coming out like every so often, but probably because she's so busy. Like I think that it's been delayed. The only two issues came out so far, and I think it started in I want to say like August or September. Hmm. Anyway, I will continue, sir. Batman A plus. Uh, this is James Tinian's second crack at it, and I think he's in another park. Uh, Batman has Deathstroke in Arkham, and he gets him to tell him that all the sea level villains are basically just robots made of clay. So you're thinking, okay, this has got to go somewhere with Clayface. They don't show Clayface, but you know, I think it's going to build something up. And then it's revealed that the Penguin is behind it all. So it's been a long time since we had a really good Penguin arc. Yeah. And I think that's where James Tinian's just like, I think, like when Scott Snyder took it, he's like, I'm going to create the Core Owls and hit a home run. Uh, Tom King did this whole thing with Bane, which is really good. So now it looks like that James Tinian's going to do something with uh, the Penguin. So I'm like, all right, that's, hey, that works for me. You'll do something a little different. Yeah. Keeping on the Batman theme, Detective Comics, A minus. Bruce is going now, as you know, uh, Alfred's dead. Bruce is going through Alfred's library, and he thinks that Alfred left us some clues about the old Gotham. He's like he's going through like reading reading some of Alfred's books, and he has like all these page pages 
like uh, cut up a little, or not cut up, but like dog-eared. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, wait, is this a clue? Is this a clue? Because they, they do a good job on detective making it more like a detective. So he's trying to figure out, like, is Alfred leaving me clues about certain things on Gotham? So I thought that was, like, really cool because it was, like, a detective book. Yeah. yeah. Why not do it? I mean, especially when you got a couple of Batman books, you can make one like that. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's I think Peter Tomas is writing that. So he's been doing a really good job with the detective aspect on Detective Comics. Superman, A-. minus. Uh, the first half of the book is a sit-down interview with uh, Clark, Perry, uh, and Lois, with Jimmy Olsen filming, basically telling him all the secrets of who he came out a couple of months ago. Yeah. That, he, that he is Superman and told everybody. So he wanted uh, he wanted his friend to basically get the credit. So he wanted like, Lois to do the interview, Perry to do the other half of the interview, and for Jimmy to film it. And then, of course, all hell breaks loose. And then Mogul, obviously, because now he knows that Clark is Superman, he comes to Earth, and then the last half of the book is them, like, just destroying everything. So the art's really good. The story is really good. Uh, it was really interesting. And I think that's that was it. I had a good chance to read Fantastic Four, and I did pick up Atlantis Attacks, the first issue, just to read it. It's great pack writing it, and I haven't read Neymar in a while. So Yeah, I, I think it's, like, all the newer Asian heroes they created, like uh, Swordmaster and Arrow and all the ones that were agents of Atlas, basically. I think, like, they're fighting them. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. I looked at it in previews. So I was like, eh, yeah, I might skip that one. I did remember I did read the Atlantis Attacks that happened in the early 90s, and I, I, I remember liking that quite a bit. Like, yeah, I never, I never read that one. There's, there's also, which uh, sounds like there's also Amazon's attack. <laughs> when it's like the Amazon's attack, the U.S. I have that trade, which is pretty good. The Wonder Woman, I think she's, she's like not in until the end. So the first segment finished in 31 minutes, and now I'm almost an hour in because I'm fast forwarding through everything because this is nothing. I care less about Elias and Brock showing oh, having a backstage no. segment. Do you think what if Elias is number two to come out of Brock? There it is. <laughs> well, no, it'll first be Truth, and then he'll get thrown out, and then it's Elias. And, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, Elias, one of them guys that I just, I don't care about it at all. So I'm looking at some some news here. You know how there was supposed to be a, a bunch of uh, Marvel shows on Hulu? Apparently, yeah. they're already canned, most of them. So it's like Howard the Duck, if, if they're not even going to do it now, they canceled that. And they also canceled uh, Tigra and Dazzler, it was going to be a cartoon. And they just, they're, they're not doing that one either now. So it's yeah, how about that? And Howard the Duck was going to be written by Kevin Smith. And then he said the sure. writing staff of his cartoons notified on January 22nd that development was halted. So that's done. It's crazy. Like, they were even, like, how do you say, hey, we're going to make these shows. Ah, we're not going to make them now. And then there's, like, there's a Modoc cartoon. And then there's another one called Hitmonkey. And I would just say they were probably canned, too, or will be canned. Because uh, if you're going to cancel Howard the Duck, I'd say that's probably the most well-known out of all of them. And then Dazzler, I mean, Modoc, and then Hitmonkey. I've never even heard of Hitmonkey. So I would just say goodbye to all of them, <laughs> which is kind of like, wow, you didn't even really give it a chance. Kind of like that Swamp Thing show. I know Kevin is working on a Master of the Universe series. Yeah, for uh, Netflix. Actually Netflix, doing yeah. two. Like One's going to be like a CG one, then one's like a, a true cartoon. I don't know which one he's doing, but maybe... Maybe he's like, oh, I don't know. I'll just go do that. Yeah, we shall see. So, I'm looking here to see if there's any other comic news here. There really isn't too much here. I'm looking at news around. That's where I get most of my comic news. Best shot review, Wonder Woman. I'm going to click on it and see what they get. Oh, I do have something on my phone. You know how you always ask me about the... Uh, we went over the most selling comics, and then you asked about units. I found a thing that was actually the unit sold. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So I'll just go over the, the so the top 10 books. This is for 2019, obviously. Doomsday Clock 12 sold 117,926 units. That was the 
the top-selling book of last year. Number two was X-Men issue three, for some reason, which sold 105,708. And then Batman Last Night on Earth issue three sold 90,058. And then it goes to, it's like Dark Child Returns at 80,000. Venom 21 had 74,000. Harley Quinn Villain of the Year one, which I, I don't think I got that. That sold 73,000. Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality one sold 71. That incoming book that was $10 I didn't buy, that sold 69,000. Amazing Spider-Man 35 was 76,000. Then rounded off Superman 18 sold 66,000, almost 67,000. But I thought that was pretty cool. Like, give the actual units. And then the top wow. selling book by dollars because, uh, you know, incoming costs a little bit more than X-Men 3. So Doomsday Clock was number one. And then incoming was number two. And it goes Batman Last Night on Earth. And then Dark Knight Returns the Golden Child was four. And then Harley Quinn was number five. So and then Turtles made the list. That was number six. Turtles one hundred. So, but it's pretty cool seeing the units. They should always give the units because it's curious to see. But it's like, remember back in the nineties, like X Men One sold like one like two million copies or something like that. And now like, oh look look at Doomsday Clock sold one hundred seventeen thousand. It's like wow, it sold so much. It's great. It's like it's like the ratings for wrestling. Like AEW gets almost a million. They're like yeah, it's such a victory. And back in the day, Nitro and Raw were both getting over four million. Yeah. But hey, yeah, remember back in the 90s, how many books were selling over a million, you know? Yeah, and it's just, it's the way of the world. What can you do? So I, I'm on News of Raw. They gave Wonder Woman 750 7 out of 10. I, I think it was 10 out of 10. It's well worth it. And the art's fantastic, especially in the first story. Oh, yeah, there's an art germ cover. I forgot all about that. So there's more than the the all the the years. There's also different variants. I would maybe uh-huh. buy the art germ one because she kind of looks like she's uh, like 70s Wonder Woman and that. I've seen here my web of venom, blah blah blah. I've seen some that look kind of cool, and newsworthy. The solicitation. I was looking at previews too. Um, God, I forget Falcon Winter Soldier in here. The whole the. I think I think that's really about it. There's no real. Ten surprise from Marvel Comics to oh, solicitations. Uh, I've seen this the thing at uh, top great uh, top ten greatest X Men stories of all time. This might take a while to load though. I just gotta click on it. And, Uncanny, astonishing. Oh, jeez, it might take a while. Yeah, I probably, probably won't go over the uh, astonishing X Men. Yeah, it'll take a while to go through. I'm sure number one is probably Days of Future Past. But there, that's a, there wasn't too much comic news really here. As I'm clicking around, did you, did you hear anything or see any books coming out that. No, I will tell you that they did have two new uh, show, G- uh, CW shows. Arrow, it was. I thought Arrow was done. Uh, the uh, One Crisis. Because Ollie, you know, Oliver Queen dies. So this one, there actually was two more. There's one that was last week on TV. This one, okay. TV this week, yeah, is the end. So this one was, it was entitled Green Arrow and the Black Canaries, which I believe is that's basically what's yeah, going to take. Yeah, it's a new show. Green, yeah, yeah. So what happened was, is it starts out with uh, Mia, who is Oliver's daughter. Now, obviously, when Crisis got finished and everything went on the One Earth, some of the heroes. Just went back to being like normal people and they didn't remember. But Martian Manhunter John Jones was the only and they did a really good job explaining this. And they explained it all in like two minutes instead of having like some sort of crazy like contrived flashback. So some of the hero like John Jones is the only one that that can if he touches you, he can see that what you were like on your real earth. So Mia Queen at the end of Christ on Infinite Earth was a new green arrow. Well, this one, she is engaged to one of Deathstroke's uh, uh, handlers, because none of them remembers this, and she graduated college, 
and she doesn't want to get a job because she doesn't know what she wants to do. And she's just like a party girl. And then the two black canaries from the Arrow show, you know, the first one and the second one, they show up and they're like, no, this person got kidnapped. There hasn't been any crime. And it takes place in 2040. So it's 20 years of 20 years in the future. Like there hasn't been any crime in 20 years since Oliver sacrificed himself for, you know, for a crisis. Mm. He said, well, this girl got kidnapped. And if they find out that she, if we can't get her back and find out that she's going to get murdered from the Deathstroke gang, that it's going to, uh, crime's going to go back to the way it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And she's like, I have no idea who you are. So what happens is uh, Cisco and John Jones, and again, they don't show it, Black Canary just says, this, this hack was, was made by Cisco. So I can get your memories back from your old earth. And all it is is like a little bracelet that she takes and she turns it around and she touches your head with it. Mm. So she's just like, oh, I was this person. I was this person. And all of a sudden she goes from being like a college girl and a party girl to knowing that she can shoot an arrow through a bullseye and she has her powers and, and this and that. So it's just like, ah, that seems like the, uh, you know, it was basically almost like a backdoor pilot into Mm. uh, what's going to happen next year. And then they showed preview for, for the last Arrow show, and Steve Amell is going to be on it, but it looks like it's just going to be like almost like a thank you episode, like kind of. Oh, okay, flashback. yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. And then he's done because he's doing that. He's done that wrestling show on HBO called Heel. I think it's HBO. Oh, really? Yeah, which I'm, I, I kind of want to watch, but I obviously don't have HBO. I'm not going to get it just for that, so I'm sure they'll release it on a, a DVD. But I, so I, I watched, I, sh- I, yeah. I watched the show. <laughs> I forgot. It's, uh, the, the, if you're done, are you, you got another show to talk about? Or oh yeah, and then Legends of Tomorrow, okay. which is like Meet the Legends, where Basically, the time they again, again, everything with crisis. They want to shut down the Wave Rider. They want to shut down the Legends, and they basically agree that the only way that they can keep the, the government will keep paying for the Wave Rider and the Legends is if they have to film a documentary on it. So they're yeah. basically just, it's called like Meet the Legends, where it's just like I'm this person, I'm that person. So it's like a documentary. It was just, I mean, that's what Legends is. It's basically a break from like the seriousness yeah. of all the other shows. So I think that that was pretty fun. What's well, so. a fun? I watched the first two seasons of it. I, I really enjoyed that one. But, yeah, and then Supergirl and Batwoman was basically uh, more of a spinoff of like people forgot certain things and then they kind of remembered from like the bracelets that Cisco made and gave to the hero. So they were Supergirl and Batwoman was nothing crazy, but they were fun. Oh, uh, okay. But Supergirl now Lex is like the hero. Oh, really? And it's just like, oh, yeah, only certain people remember that Lex is the bad guy. Like Lex is like he won the Nobel Peace Prize and everyone's so happy. He's going to run for mayor. And like Supergirl confronts him. He's like, I know who you really are. Because we were like, you know. We were the one, two of the people that actually helped save the Earth. It's like, I know what you're up to, and I know what you're going to. So there goes, like, they're going to build towards a John Cryer, Lex Luthor versus uh, Supergirl showdown, probably in the finale, which I'm all for. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. So yesterday, the third season of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina dropped on Netflix. I guess, actually, well, yeah, midnight, probably. So midnight Thursday night. So I, I got to watch the first episode uh, last night when I got home from the show, and it, it's really good. Um, in the previous season, they give you a, a nice little. They have this cool thing at the beginning where, like, they give you like flashbacks, and it's like the stars, like as themselves, talking about the show, like trying to catch you up. So that's pretty cool. It's only like two minutes, but they, you know, like, what happened? Like, oh, then Sabrina did this, blah blah blah. So she, the whole thing is she's trying to get back into hell to save her boyfriend who's got sent to hell because they imprisoned the Dark Lord Satan in him and then sent him to hell. Then Arrow Lady became. It's a lot to take in if you never watched it. But anyway, she's trying to get to hell, and they finally get into hell, and then there. They're going to hell and they see all this crazy stuff, but it, it was really good. So, and it's it got that creepy feel, and it's like you know, it's not like super gory or anything like that, but it is it is very good. I only watched one episode. I think there's another ten or eleven 
So I will watch all that when I when I get time. This is a busy weekend, so probably not till later on in the week. But I watched episode one, and it was very good. How many episodes? I think there's ten or eleven. I know they usually they drop. Do they drop them all at once? Yeah, yeah it's like all at once. So it's okay. like here you go, watch it at, at your pace. Which I like that more. I don't like the once a week thing. Like then it's kind of like on TV. I, I think like for Mandalorian did that. Like I when I do get the DC app, it'll be or DC the Star Wars, or Star Wars app the the Disney app. I can just watch it all at once. I, I, I'll wait. I'll wait until they're all watch it like that. Like the Harley Quinn cartoon. Everyone's saying that's great, but like I don't know anyone that has that DC app. There's, there's too much services. Yeah, yeah. Many and you can't you can't get them all. Who has time for them all? Who wants to pay for them all? Like, I mean, even if you did have them all, you, there's no way you'd watch them all. So when that Harley Quinn cartoon comes out in Blu-ray, I'll, I'll pick it up then. Most of the stuff is. I saw Swamp Thing is out on DVD. I saw Titans, and I saw Doom Patrol was out on DVD. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's only a matter of time because they know not everyone's going to buy it. And if you can make money on the Blu-ray, why not? Yeah. Yeah, and I know Netflix. I think they think most of the Netflix stuff is out on there, and I cancel my Netflix. Uh, but I have not finished season two of Luke Cage or season two of Iron Fist or season three of Jessica Jones. I'm like, ah, I'm just going to cancel. I can be up any time. Yeah, it's, it's not going anywhere. I didn't watch any of those seasons. So. Yeah, so I'm good to go. Nobody said any, anything was really can't uh, can't miss except yeah. for The Punisher and the Daredevil stuff. Yeah, so, so they that watched I that. And, and, and even some of that like did like, did a limited release of... Uh... Uh, Daredevil on Blu-ray, so I mean, if you really wanted to, you can you can watch it. Sometime. The Daredevil stuff is great. Yeah, yeah, it, it was very good. That and Punisher are my favorite, and everything else is kind of a little step below it. Well, here it is: most time spent a Royal Rumble match. Natty's the winner with fifty-six minutes. I believe that was last year. Oh, really? Well, there's only there's only been two before. Yeah, they're doing like the by the numbers on the Royal Rumble. They showed Daniel Bryan had an hour and sixteen minutes, and that yeah. was at like the the Saudi Arabia Royal yeah, Rumble. Yeah, the greatest Royal count. Rumble. Yeah. I watched the one. I think I watched the one. I think was was there two? So I didn't watch the second one. So I watched the one that he was in, and then yeah. So they did the second one. I think I didn't watch that. Yeah, I, I did the battle royale. That's one Mansar one or something. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that show at all. Um, I don't think I missed anything. <laughs> that was that was no. the Goldberg Undertaker show. It's so funny because like everybody, like I see everybody tweeting, like people we know. They're like, oh, I'm watching all these Royal Rumbles, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm watching the Shibata DVD yeah. that I got. <laughs> <laughs> I usually sometimes watch the old Royal Rumbles, but I I haven't watched today recently. No. It's because I'm so so busy. I don't I have time. I wish I wish I didn't have. I wish I was like independently wealthy and just watch stuff all day. But I I can't. <laughs> so. Yeah, we gotta do. We gotta do a sense of accomplishment. So, but yeah, a lot of this. I mean, there's just so many streaming services that are out. And the DC one for everything I saw, and I believe you you even get the if you get the DC one, you get like the Marvel Unlimited stuff oh. where like you can yeah read the comics. It seems too. like it's worth it. And I think they it was like ten bucks, and I think as soon as Disney came out, they dropped it down to like six or seven. And I'm like, yeah, man, it seems like it's worth it. It's just 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 can't. It's just too much. Yeah, that's why I don't get it. It's like, who has the time to watch all that? You know, you'd have to watch a different streaming service every day. You could, you could every seven days a week and just watch whatever shows. And but man, it's 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 too much. Yeah, I saw Castlevania had a season two, and because I saw it on DVD when I was walking around, I think like Walmart or Best Buy or something the other day, and I'm like, I didn't even know that was on Netflix, like Netflix original. I'm like, what? I enjoyed the first one. How come I didn't see the second? Yeah, one? it's it's one of the things that comes out, and it's kind of like under the radar, and you're like, oh. And you're like, oh, I'll get to it, and then you totally forget, and you never get to it. It's easy now. Back in the day, like there was hardly anything to watch, like comic book wise. They're so like, oh, I'll watch this, and you know, you're you're waiting for it to come out because you don't have anything else. But now it's just like it, it's so much, it's it's insane. Yeah, true. So, 
What else? No news? Anything Anything else you want to talk about? Or Not really comic-wise. What did you think of uh, Dynamite this week or NXT? I didn't see NXT at all. I can only talk about Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about we'll that. Talk about so, that, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. So Yeah, we'll, we'll go into the, the Tuesday thing, too, as well, because I know you had a 90-minute NWA and yeah. NWA pay-per-view last night. Which I didn't get so, to see. <laughs> yeah. So, real quick, it was, I don't know, the last three or four weeks of Impact have just been, like, okay, like, middle of the road. Like, so, they came out. They were in Mexico. Tessa Blanchard came out. And then they basically set up Tessa and Trey Miguel versus uh, Taya Valkyrie, which which was cool because like Taya came out and like you've been beating the men since you went over the men's division, but I beat you the last two times we wrestled. And I was like, oh, I think well, yeah, that makes sense. Why wouldn't she come out? So so you had like the heavyweight champion and the women's champion, the Trey, uh, and then Ace Austin came out and they beat down Tessa and Trey Miguel came out and made the save. So there was that, and there was just like a whole bunch of like, random tag matches because like so they were in Mexico, so it was a whole bunch of like. There was like a like some of the minis matches they had like one of the uh, exoticos wrestled Joey Ryan and that wasn't any good at all. <laughs> so it was just like it, to me it was just like I don't know like I I noticed myself just getting bored with a lot of it. It's right. kind of been that way the past couple of weeks. Like if like you know, I know Michael Elgin he was doing an interview where he wants to wrestle Nakajima and he's like last time I wrestled Nakajima in Japan he beat me and they were, they show like the pictures and I'm like oh they wrestled each other in the G1 the one that Kenny won. So I was like, oh, so it's just like, I wonder if they're going to do like an Elgin versus Nakajima feud because supposedly they have this working relationship with Noah that they really haven't done much with. Yeah, so why not? Yeah, so I think that's what they're going to do. Supposedly Brian Cage signed to AW, then he put out something last night or the night before saying, no, it's not true. And he tore his bicep in the match with Van Dam. That's why he, he, he couldn't finish the match. So I don't know what they're doing there. And Eddie Edwards still has that call your shot trophy. So. Don't know what, what they're going to do there. So, um, like I said, it was just kind of just a run of the mill show. So, I guess we'll have them every now and then. I, even they're coming off the whole Tessa winning thing, which was huge. So, I don't know. Maybe they're just like, oh, what do we do? So, I'm sure they'll get there. And, and, and NWA this week was very good. It was an hour and a half. It was their, I guess, their go home show to the to pay per view, which, which I did not see. Hard Times was last night. I, I, I didn't even know who won the it was the TV title over it. I have no idea who won the TV title. I didn't see it anywhere. Spoiled, so I'm probably gonna look because I, I didn't buy the pay per view. I was actually wrestling last night, or I would have watched it. But um, this whole show was building up to Ricky Morton getting his title shot at Nick Aldis. So that was the whole show, and then and then Mr. Uh, Kennedy for Mr. Anderson, he won a, a last chance match to enter the TV title tournament, and he uh, then he turned on, he won it, and then he what beat up a uh, turned on Coco Banner, so they're setting that match up. Uh, they had a match where uh, oh, did you see Dan Moff was in the the TV tournament. I don't know how he did. I did. They announced him on this show for that, which was pretty cool. And uh, Matt Cross was also in it. They announced him. And I think he's going to be an NWA regular. Maybe, I don't know. They're doing a partnership with NWA and ROH, so I guess anyone could be a regular. But I think Matt Cross is going to be an NWA regular, which, hey, I'm all for Matt Cross is great. Um, they did a funny thing where it was like a uh, Aaron Stevens karate demonstration with a question mark, and he was beating up these two uh, job guys. But at the end, the one takes off the mask, and it's Ricky Starks. He beats him up. And uh, setting up the TV title tournament. And then Allison Kay, uh, she beat Marty Bell in, in a no DQ match, kind of set up her feud against uh, Molina. Then there was uh, Tom Ladmer versus Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch advanced to get a spot in the TV title tournament, but I didn't see that, which was last night. <laughs> um, I think what else was there? It was, it was mainly just all build up to Ricky Morton and uh, Nick Aldis, a bunch, bunch of promos, and a lot of, a lot of good promos. That's what NWA It's all promos, but they're not too long. They're short and they're sweet, but they're, they're all pretty good. And then, shocker, Ricky Morton did not win the title. 
they called this defeated Ricky Morton. They kept it, but but it was a good match, and it was a old school stuff. But Ricky Morton did do the, he didn't do the Canadian Destroyer, but he did do a, a Hurricane Rana, and he, and he did something else. I forget what was that. I forget what else he did. He did something else. I was like, oh, wow. So, so he's, Ricky Morton's still doing it, but Nick Aldis got him in a small package and rolled him up, and he pulled the tights, that son of a bitch, and he beat Ricky Morton. So Ricky Morton didn't get to win the uh, the world title. Then at the tag, at the pay-per-view, I know that the, he, Rock and Roll Express did lose the tag belts to uh, Eli Drake and James Storm, so not a good weekend for Ricky Morton. <laughs> or the Rock and Roll Express. But the NWA was a, a great show this week. So if you have an hour and a half, go on YouTube and uh, watch uh, the newest NWA Power. All right, so let's we'll get into Wednesday. Did, did you get a chance to watch NXT? Because no. I know you, you offer AEW first. Yeah, no, 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 not at all. I, I do know Keith Lee won the North American title, and I did really want to see Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. And then the, what was the opening tag match I heard was very good. Yeah, the opening tag match was the best on the two shows. But, God, give us your – Then I will talk about NXT. You can talk about AEW. So, go ahead, yeah, Give us your thoughts on AEW. Uh, so, AEW was at, on the, the Jericho Cruise, the part do or do. <laughs> so, and I thought it looked really cool. It was very windy, so a lot of people that had long hair was blowing around and stuff. Uh, the, the opening match was uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus SCU for the tag titles. And I, I thought this was the best match on the show, on this show. It was, it was a great match. And they, I thought – Several times it may look like SCU was really going to win, but at the end, Kenny and Hangman pick up the win. I know Kenny hits, uh, or uh, Hangman hits Kenny with the buckshot Larry, and like, oh, this is it. This is like when they turn on each other. They didn't do that. Uh, Hangman hit the buckshot Larry to the outside because they had a cool ramp to the ring on uh, uh, Scorpio Sky, and then he hit it on uh, Kazarian and got the pin. So they were tag champs. And then they were doing the whole thing where yeah, they get the belt and the Bucks come out to celebrate, and Hangman goes out the crowd and crowd serves by drinking a beer holding the title. So they're doing the whole tease thing where I guess they're going to. They're going to win a few and then obviously lose the tag titles. But, I mean, I, I like it. I think it's cool. And uh, they, they deserve it. And, and, and they're actually a very good team. So and then they had a, a match. It was Britt Baker versus the debuting Priscilla Kelly. And that's the one thing AEW doesn't do well. They just assume you know everyone. Like, yeah, I've heard of Priscilla Kelly, but a lot of people are like, who's this girl? Yeah, she's hot. But just a, just a little a little 30-minute package, video package. Who is this girl? 30, 30 minutes or 30, 30 seconds? 30 minutes, 30 seconds. Yeah, 30 minutes, no. <laughs> 30 seconds. Just, just saying, hey, this is so-and-so. Get some clips from stardom or whatever. You know she's married to Darby Allen. Yeah, I didn't know that until recently. So I'm like, I'm I know sure. that until, yeah, she was on, he was he was on Jericho's podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so I, I'll get, yeah, why wouldn't they sign her? I mean, she looks great. This, this match was not very good. Uh, that was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. I had to fast forward through it. it was, I was like, geez, like I'm, you know, Britt Baker does okay. And I like that she's on TV and they're. They're trying to give her more time, but it was probably the worst match. And it, it, yeah, it, it looked like they were both off, and like Brit and Brit, like she looks great, but she just doesn't have it in the ring, and her promos are not good. I mean, they turned her heel afterwards, and she was healing on Tony Schiavone, which is good because I think she'd make a better heel. But like, Brit Baker needs a lot of work. And uh, Priscilla Kelly, this is my first time really seeing her wrestle, and I thought she didn't look good. And then I think on top of them not being that good, they had no chemistry at all. So it was like they did that spot where like they were like. They were reversing and like they go off the rope and then they try and like do like the around the waist and now I'm gonna push you and I'm gonna go off the rope and it, it, it looked bad. It was it was not a good match. But for break, I did like the finish where uh, Priscilla was getting oh. the ropes and then he bait, she used her feet and yeah. bait, uh, kicked it back. Yeah, until the uh, until her finisher. I forget what they call that. Lockjaw. Yeah, the lockjaw. Which that's a cool finisher. Um, but I think Britt would maybe do better if she had a manager maybe to talk for. Her. I, I don't know. She always looks like she has no confidence. So, but anyway, moving on. I forget the the next match. I believe it was 
There was MJF versus Joey Janela. Well, not a bad match. And then, yeah, there was the six man. Oh yeah, the six man. That was next. And the the, the moment of the year, possibly in all of wrestling, is when Jericho comes out. He's playing his music. The crowd's singing along with it, and he gets to the ring, and they turn the music off, and the crowd keeps singing his music. And even Jericho's like, "Yeah." And I seen a meme. It's my cruise. Yeah, <laughs> I seen a meme. It's like when you're the world champion on your own cruise, and you come out to your own music sung by you. <laughs> Like you cannot top this, and the crowd is singing along. Like what? What? A, what a moment for Jericho. That match wasn't bad, and Jericho gave a uh, little Marco Stunt the juice effect and got the win there. Well, how about Marco Stunt getting the four fifty on Jericho? Yeah, that's a big deal. That's a that's a that's a that's a huge gift for Marco Stunt yeah. to be able to hit that big move on a big star like Jericho. And then he had the two roll up too, like uh, little pin attempts on him too before yeah, he got whacked right. with, the, with the Judas effect. But I thought that was a, a good match. Everything was good. There was nothing aside from the women's match bad. But uh, their match were good. Joey Janela versus uh, MJF was good, and then they do the whole deal where Cody comes out, you can't touch me, and then the Bucks super kick and they throw him in the pool, which I'm like, eh, I don't know if they should have did that. Maybe, maybe MJF should have threw someone in the pool, but it doesn't matter. It wasn't bad. And then the main event, Pac versus uh, John Moxley was very good, and they had uh, John Moxley still wearing the uh, the eye patch from Jericho poking him in the eye with the, the spike from the jacket last week, and then uh, Moxley gets the win there. But it, it was a good match. I thought overall it was a good show. It was cool. On the cruise ship, and they said next year, it's going to be um, live from the cruise ship. They're going to figure out how to do it live, which would be awesome. Wow! And I, I thought it has I was name. watching that, and I was I started interrupting for just two seconds, but I was even I was watching that, and the ambulance was sitting down, she's watching something with me, and I don't know, I'm like a simple person, but like it blows my mind from a tech, you know, a technology standpoint that they had the video wall. They had fireworks. They had all the cameras, the announcers. I, I just thought that one. Yeah, that was so on cool. a cruise boat, and you know, it looked yeah. pretty cool. I, I I liked it. It's something like you know, obviously you don't want to see the show there every week, but for once, one week a year, why not? But I I, I enjoyed it. I forget the, the, he has a name for the third like for the cruise next where like the third strikes back or something something like that. It, it has a cool name, but I, I forget because obviously there was the first one, the Rock and Ranger, and then this is Rock and Ranger Part Two, so. I mean, why, why not? Good for Jericho, good for AEW, and that thing has to sell out, I'd say, immediately next year if they're going to do a live Dynamite, right? And uh, the, 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 the first one, if I remember correctly, because I listen to his podcast every week, and he always plugs at the beginning at the end. The first one, I think, sold out like a day or two before. This one sold out uh, like three or four months before. So, yeah, I think I, it seems like it's going faster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially when they probably had the Dynamite live. So, like, oh, we can be on TV. Or, well, not live, but whatever. And then next year, they're going to be live, live. So, I think it will sell really good. And I've seen they have a show coming up in Newark, New Jersey, and they sold 10,000 tickets day one. Oh, really? Yeah. That's contemplating going to that show. It seems like it's a sellout. Yeah, so it, it probably will be, which that's awesome. Like, you know, like looking, sometimes, like, oh, look at this uh, house didn't draw real well. Well, it. Different places, that's any wrestling. That's WWE, NXT, anything. Different places, you don't sell as much. But, hey, 10000 in one day, that, that's a win right there. Yeah, so we shall see. But NXT, I thought, was the overall better show. I know AW won the ratings. AW's ratings, I think, went down a little, and NXT's went up. So, but, yeah, it started with the Chosen Bros, uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, versus, uh, I'm sorry, the Broserwitz, excuse me, the Chosen Bros were, uh, was Jeff Cobb and Matt Riddle and Peter G. Anywho, yeah. versus the, versus the, no, I'm sorry, I have this one, I, have this, I apologize, I have this way off, I'm watching Bray Wyatt read up Daniel Bryan. Yeah. So, it was, yeah, the Undisputed Era, Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly versus the Grizzly Young Vets, that match was awesome. Uh, yeah, the Grizzly Young Vets, I only seen a handful of me times, too. like, their two matches, like this one against, against Red Dragon and the one last week against the Time Splitters, they're both really, really good. So I was like, man, maybe, 
maybe I do have to go through the back catalog on NXT UK and just, you know, because I know you can jump around from segment to segment. I could watch the Ilio Dragunov stuff and the Chris Hero stuff and the, the Walter stuff. And uh, I want to see maybe if there's a match with these guys versus Mustache Mountain somewhere. Um, yeah, because probably I think, is. Yeah, those, I, those guys, these guys were great. So they won and they did a good job. It was like Imperium came out and they, uh, they got distracted. So and then they hit their finish on, I think it was like Kyle O'Reilly. So, and then I think the next match was Tony Storm and Io Shirai. That was really, really good. And the disqualification, yeah, Bianca Belair yeah. came in. So it was like, you know, good job getting heat on Bianca Belair because here are these two, you know, two over uh, wrestlers that having this, you know, barn yeah, burner of a match. Shot, yeah, you know. yeah, and Bianca comes in and basically steals it. And then they did, again, and I'm kind of just jumping around. There was, you know, the whole show was really good. And then they did uh, the Grizzle, um, uh, it was the Chosen Bros versus, I'm not the Chosen Bros, I keep saying the Chosen Bros. Uh, the Bros are weights against, who did they wrestle in the next round? Was it? Uh, Imper- no, not Imperium. Yeah, it was Imperium. Imperium. Right, yeah, Marcel it was, it was Bartel Imperium and Fabian Nyker. Yeah. yeah, that match was really good. It was just as good as, uh, you know, obviously I'm sure Don and Riddle are teaming up like, on the house shows, but these guys on TV have only wrestled two matches, and you can make an argument they've had the two best matches not only on the show but of the whole tournament. Wow, yeah. So, so they win, and, and again, I talked about this last week where they're going to the basic Triple H is giving Matt Riddle more clout where it's just like, here's where we want you to go. You get there how you get there. He's letting Matt Riddle be Matt Riddle. So they, so Don and Riddle, when they go to the trophy, they'll come to the trophy and the Grizzly Young Bats come out, you know, so that's going to be your, the final, obviously the final of the tournament, mm-hmm. which should be awesome. So and they're like, we don't even know what you call you guys, Pete Don, you know, Matt Riddle, you're the Broserweight, you're this or that. You talk about joint manipulations and they keep giving me talk about how they have, you know, they would have something to settle with Pete Don because Pete Don held them back when they were in UK. And then Matt Riddle grabs the microphone and he goes, I can't hear a word that you're saying. I don't understand a word that you're saying between your accents. And then the only thing I understood was joint manipulation. You guys want to manipulate a joint? You know, because, like, yeah, you know, Matt Riddle's like, oh, that yeah. was pretty good. He's like, I got distracted with all this talk about joint manipulation. <laughs> That's so good. So I thought that was really good. And the main event was Keith Lee and Roderick Strong. Of course, that was awesome. And uh, Keith Lee... Well, the belt, I thought maybe it would end in a smudge, and then they would do the title change on the uh, next takeover, which is, I think, in two or three weeks okay, in, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, in Portland. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for I mean, Keith Lee's hot right now, and uh, obviously can't put the world title on him, so put the North American title on him. That doesn't hurt Roddy, because Roddy's great, so uh, I, I'm all for it. I, I have to watch that. I want to go back and watch that. That The whole show sounds pretty good. I think there was a, was there a nerve match, too, with a, um, a cruiserweight match or no? I think there was. There was a couple other ones, but I was kind of just sitting on the high points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there was that, and maybe like a Forgotten Sons match. We didn't skip that. But uh sounds like a good show, so I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. But man, like we said, there's just so much rock. There's so much wrestling to watch. Remember when it was just Raw and SmackDown? <laughs> yeah, and then the, Thunder. And, yeah, <laughs> Thunder. Because ECW went away, but man, man, it's it's crazy. It's just it, it, it's, it's good wrestling to watch, yeah, too. Yeah, it's good. So that's why it's like I don't watch Raw and SmackDown anymore because I'd rather watch NXT and uh, AEW and New Japan. An NWA. Yeah. Like, how about that? Even last year, I couldn't say that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Even if I could find something from Pro Wrestling Noah, like a couple of like, yeah. the shows may not be top to bottom great, but I was like, I'll look at the car and I'll, you know, people will be like, you know, hey, here's what's good. And I know what I, you know, like on Noah. So, like, I said, some of the impact stuff's really good. So. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because you think about a year ago, we were only getting an hour of NXT. There was no AEW. Yeah, we got our New Japan. And then, uh, you know, there was no NWA. <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yep. What a time! I find you, yeah, you want to do a top five? Wrap this baby up. Yeah, might as well because uh, probably about 
Let's see what the time. Yeah. But we're almost our normal time here. So I'll go first. I don't think we've ever done this. <laughs> if we have, uh, tell me. But give me your top five Batman villains. It's a simple one, but I don't think we've ever done it. Joker. Penguin. Riddler. Two-Face. Harley. Okay. I will go. I got some of the same. I'm going to go Joker. Bane. Um, Catwoman. I got two more. I'm going to go with... Uh, they say Two Face, the Joker, no. Two Face, Bane, Catwoman, and then I'll I'll round it out with <laughs> with Killer Moth. No, um, I'll, I'll probably say the Riddler. Yeah, I mean, you could say Clayface, you could say the Ventriloquist, who's one who I think is underused, horribly underused, and if they want to be something different, put him in the new movie. Yeah, Professor Pig. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's a bunch. Or, or make yeah. like uh the one they did uh they did a girl ventriloquist. I forget who was writing Batman at the time. Why not? Mr. Freeze. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, there's a good one. So. There's a lot of them. So okay, my top five for you, sir, is in your top five all-time favorite matches that have taken place at the Royal Rumble. They cannot. I know we. I think we did it last year. They cannot be the actual Royal Rumble okay, match. So not the Royal Rumble match. So actual matches that took place at the Royal Rumble. Um, which one was uh, Rick Rude and Arthur Warrior in the cage? Was that SummerSlam or was that Royal Rumble? That, that was SummerSlam. Okay. Then, um, oh, here we go. The Triple H, Shawn Michaels street fight. That was. Mm-hmm. And then I will also go with Triple H versus Cactus Jack in the cage match. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was held. No, uh, no, that was a street fight. I was, I, was at, I was at the garden. I was actually there. Yeah, yeah. That, that, oh, oh, wow. How about that's when John Cena came back for number 30, right? Uh, no, that was five years later. That's the oh, one yeah, the Rock, that's the Rock yeah. one. Yeah, the Rock one. Yeah, the one with John Cena. That had a good match, too. Okay, so I got two matches. Um, what's, there was one. I, who was it? I, I get my SummerSlam mixed up. It was Mr. Perfect versus um, Bret Hart. Was that Royal Rumble? 91? That was King of the Ring and SummerSlam. Okay, jeez, I'm, I'm running out of room. It's my memory. Like, I remember matches, but I don't remember where they're from. Um, okay, I think a good match here. Well, last year, I don't think there was any. Was AJ versus Finn at Royal Rumble? Remember when 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 Bray got hurt? That was I think TLC. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm having to, I'm, I'm, here, say your episode. Okay, go. so I'm I, the two that you have. I agree with. So I, you know, uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, yeah. Last Man, Cactus, and uh, Triple H New York Street Fight. The very first match to ever take place at a Royal Rumble, it was before it was on pay-per-view, it was the USA Network. So the first is the one that Duggan won. Mm-hmm. So the very first match was Rick Rude versus Ricky Steamboat. Oh, wow. I don't and think I've seen And that. then here's, here, as soon as I say this one, you're going to add it because I think this is the best match in the history of the Royal Rumble. Kurt Angle and um, Chris Benoit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Remember that one where yeah. Benoit got the standing ovation? And then the next match was Triple H and Scott Steiner and they shit the bed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that, that was that was pretty bad. <laughs> And then the latter match with Jericho and Benoit. Oh my God, that's a good one. And that was uh, what was the Jericho versus Shawn Michaels? That was was that WrestleMania? WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania. I'm gonna pull up. They set it up at the Rumble. Yeah, let me hold on. I'm gonna type in something real quick here because I have an idea. I stumped them, folks. Yeah, he stumped me because I don't know. I don't know my dates. Um, let me go to Wikipedia real quick. Let me go to Wikipedia. The Kurt Angle versus uh, Chris Benoit was pretty good. So here, let's. Oh, geez, it went right to Royal Rumble 2000. Oh, my God. Yep. I'm going to scroll down here. What was it? It was. I, uh, I click on it. And then some, some of the older ones, they didn't have really good matches. Like, 
would be kind of a crappy ones. Like I just, I just clicked on ninety, and the matches are are not good at all. I think there was one where it was was a ninety one here. Go to ninety three. There's two matches you might pick. Yeah, because I they were they're on my bubble. Oh okay. No, the ninety one. I'm definitely not picking any of these. Maybe, maybe the Rockers versus Orient Express. I think that one was pretty good, but like Boss Man versus Barbarian. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so you say ninety three? Ninety three. There might be. There's two matches that were on my bubble. Brett and Razor. I think yeah, that was that was really good. Stein yeah, Brothers, Stein Brothers versus Brothers, Matt. Brothers, Shawn Michaels versus Marty. I remember that whole setup. Oh, Bam Bam Boss Man. Yeah, Doink versus Jim Powers is that one? Did... <laughs> I I will add Brett versus Razor because that was very good. I'm like, let's see here. Ninety. Two more. You want to add the Benoit angle? Yeah, we'll probably add that. And then, no, that one wasn't good. Go to go to Royal Rumble '99. There's a very controversial match that happened. Really? Hmm, let me see here. Okay. It was really good. Uh, as I click on it, here. it was actually featured in Beyond the Mat. Really? How about that? Um, would it be Sable versus Luna? <laughs> no, the Rock defeated Mankind. Oh, with the chair shots. Oh my! You supposed to hit him with two or three, yeah. and like thirteen. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, that was. Oh, that was that was that was bad stuff there. I don't know if I would add that one. Let's click on because I think there was a good match at this one. As I scroll down here and make sure. Um, yeah, one more, sir. One more. That was not. Nope, not that one. <laughs> Longest top five. So I, I stumped him. I Jeez. stumped him, folks. Uh, no, I don't want that one either. Jeez, hey, I just clicked on one of the Ascension versus New Age Outlaws. Remember that? Oh, my God. I'm going through the Royal Rumbles here. How about I got one more? Mm -hmm. here. I, ooh, ooh, ooh. There we go. So, so from. Uh, 2016, Charlotte versus Be uh, Becky Lynch. That was really good. There you go. Yeah, there we go. It, it took a while. And I think they had a nerve match at, uh, was it last year or 2018? Last year was Charlotte. It was a, uh, there was two good ones. There was Charlotte. I'm sorry. There was Becky and Oscar, which we talked about. And there was also Ronda and Sasha. Okay. Remember that Ronda Sasha match? Like the first three or four minutes, it was really wonky. And they got it. Not only did they get it back together, they knocked it out yeah, of the that, park. Yeah, that was pretty good, too. Yeah. And look at the one I went to that was in Philly, that one Nakamura won. And the, the matches for that weren't too weren't too hot. Yeah. So there we go. That was, that was, had to make me think there because I don't know my matches offhand. Now, WrestleMania matches, go. that would have been a little easier. <laughs> there you go, folks. All, All right. right. Well, Andy Header, let's wrap this up and let's talk about the new website that should be launching. Uh, I got to try to submit something either today or tomorrow. Why don't you tell the people the, the big news that we got? Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, well, the website already exists, but we'll earn it. So go to Pro Wrestling Tees, and you can buy our blue and gold shirt on there. We'll have some new shirts on there coming soon. So I just go to Pro Wrestling Tees where everybody's on there because they opened it up. You don't have to have a social media limit. You can just uh, be Thanks. any type of wrestler, and you can buy the shirts on there, and you get them shipped right to your door. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. So, all right, oh, folks. Well, indeed. if you want to catch me on the social media, look up under uh, just Matt Turner under the Twitter and the Instagram. I will be in Stroudsburg, just a few miles away from where I am, wrestling one on one Clay Drasher. And sure, should be good. If you guys are looking for some fancy supplements, go to 5percentnutrition.com. They got everything you want on there. Type in M Turner and save. And then, uh, partner, where are you going to be tonight? I'll be at PPW, and I'll be in the uh, PPW Resolution Battle Royal. I wonder why they're doing a battle royal. No reason. It has nothing to do with our favorite this weekend. But anyway, I'll be in that, and hopefully uh, I can do pretty good or, or, or win it. If I can win it, then I'll just do pretty good. 
But uh, check out the other two podcasts I'm on. The one is going to be the official podcast of High Tension Wrestling, a new company that will be starting. I think the first show is uh, May 2nd, first Saturday in May. And uh, Tornado Tag Podcast, so the rest of the guys are going to be the... Uh, Oh, well, me too, when I can make it, is <laughs> going to be the official podcast for it. And they're going to interview people and, uh, re- you know, review the matches and everything like that. So check out Turn Out the Tag Podcast anywhere you find podcasts just like this one. And if you want to find me on Facebook or Instagram, just type my name, Andy Header. And that about does it for this week. The light on news, but we still went pretty long. So what, 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 what number is this? <laughs> 80... 86. 86. How about 86? There we go. And, uh, Until next time, (laughs) we'll see you later.